Hello, greeting and welcome to another episode of Being Healthy, the Shalom Way. Today, we're going to further explore mystical experience. Now, mystical experiences tend to have a negative connotation attached to them today. The phrase brings to mind everything from meditation to drug-induced stupors. So we will begin by defining exactly what is meant by a mystical experience. Mysticism is a doctrine of an immediate spiritual intuition of truths believed to transcend ordinary understanding or of a direct intimate union with the soul, with God through contemplation or ecstasy. A mystical experience then is one that influences or imparts understanding of the transcendental. It often results in a feeling of oneness or unity with the universe or God. Today though, Mysticism is often used as a catch-all for what is considered religious weirdness. But research has shown that these experiences are perhaps more real than their reputation allows. Far from the common belief that these are simply crude superstitions, there have been many documented cases of mystical experiences. Often people say that their awareness expands and they lose their sense of self during these experiences. Dr. Michael Blaine at the University of Illinois Medical Center described his mystical experience as a relaxing of the dualistic mind and an intense feeling of love. I felt a profound letting go of the boundaries around me and a connection with, with some kind of energy and state of being that had a quality of clarity, transparency, and joy. I felt a deep, profound sense of connection to everything recognizing that there never was a true separation at all. To clearly understand the topic of relaxing the dualistic mind, it helps to first understand that people have a conscious self and an unconscious self. The conscious self is a part of the mind that has agency. It makes choices. It relies on rational thought and logical processes. The unconscious is defined as the mental processes of which a person is not aware. It appears as if the conscious self goes dormant during mystical experiences, allowing unconscious self to essentially take over the mind. This concept of the self outside of or away from the outside world is an idea that has been developed and debated since Descartes' days. In studying mysticism, neuroscience confirms what philosophers have long hypothesized, that reality is constructed by our brains, that what we see is only what our brains are capable of seeing. Now, information is continually streaming into our brains from our senses about outside sources and enters our minds as scattered bits of information, but this is not how we perceive our world. Instead, the brain creates order from the chaos. The different hemispheres of the brain are responsible for the cohesive perception formed within the mind. There are two main hemispheres of the brain, the left and right, and each specializes in different tasks. The left hemisphere focuses on details, while the right side tends to see the big picture. V.S. Ramachandran, a doctor of neuroscience at University of California, San Diego, has long specialized in helping people with afflictions of the brain, from phantom limbs to hallucinations of cartoon characters. In his book, Phantoms in the Brain, Probing the Mysteries of the Mind, he writes about an experiment performed by Dr. Michael Persinger. In this experiment, experiment rather, Dr. Persinger used a transcranial magnetic stimulator, a giant magnet that is placed on your head. When turned on, 
It causes weak electric currents, allowing specific parts of the brain to be essentially turned on or off. Stimulating specific parts of his temporal lobe, Dr. Persinger found to his amazement that he experienced God. Intrigued by this experience, Ramachandran went on to apply the results in his own work with epileptic seizure patients. Numerous patients, patients who have epileptic seizures claim to have deeply moving religious experience while they are having seizures, including the feeling of a divine presence or a sense that they are directly connected with God. This phenomena, linking mystic experiences with a neurological origin, is also found in people who are schizophrenic. As more data has been amassed and further experiments have been designed, a definite link has been found between mysticism and brain activity in certain regions. Many studies have focused specifically on the right hemisphere's role in mystical experiences, since it is the creative region and processes a larger picture of the world outside oneself. Now we're going to get into a little bit of right vein dominance. So the right side of the brain has long been thought to be the more creative side. While this is definitely an oversimplification, the right and left sides of the brain do have strengths in different areas, and right brain awareness may be a way to trigger a mystical experience. This would be possible because the right side of the brain is focused more on the big picture, while the left focuses more on the smaller details. By simply switching one's conscious thinking from the left side to the right, consciousness would change from focusing on the self to concentrating on the larger picture. To test this hypothesis, people who have claimed to have mystical experiences through meditation or prayer had their brains image while undergoing activity. Meditation produced a reduction in activity levels of the posterior superior parietal lobe, which is known for keeping the body oriented within space. If this sense of orientation is disrupted, it could explain the feeling of connection to the larger universe and letting go of boundaries, such as what was experienced by Dr. Blaine. This right state brain dominance can be brought about by repetitive tasks, such as chanting, drumming, dancing, or intense concentrated attention, such as with meditation. A more bizarre mystical experience, though, is that one that is experienced by people who spontaneously switch to right brain consciousness. This suggests that in some people, left hemisphere dominance is less well-established, enabling them to switch easily between these two modes of perception. The sudden switch suggests not only a less well-established left brain dominance, but also that everyone is capable of having a mystical experience. And we'll get further into this in tomorrow's episode uh, when we discuss interruptions. Mystical experiences are not always as simple as switching from left to right, though. Now, that ends today's uh, episode, but um, if you'd like to learn more about the monks of the Shaolin Temple, go to our website at shaolintempleus.org or our new website, healthytaichi.com. And if you'd like to donate to this program, donate by PayPal at rick, R-I-C-K, at feraldmore.com. That's F-E-R-R-E-L, 
D-M-O-O-R-E.com. Until next episode, namaste.